0: of the standard interpretation from a spiritual perspective of our Lord healing Simon's mother-in-law is that just as the Lord healed her of a fever, so in the same way does he heal us of sin. You'll notice four things. He approached her, he grasped her hand, he helped her up, and then she waited on them. Ultimately, all of us lie ill with the fever of sin, as Proverbs says, even the just man sins seven times every day. So we all stand in need of the divine physician. And Christ approaches us when in his love and in his mercy, he sends out a ray of grace into our hearts. And he allows us to see our sinfulness One of the most dangerous side effects of sin is that it blinds us to our own wickedness. So Christ, who came to save what was lost, who came to call sinners, he approaches each one of our hearts and shows us with the light of grace our sinfulness. This is precisely what Nathan the prophet famously did to King David when he pointed out to him his sin. And then we say with David, Behold, my sin is always before me. I see it. I acknowledge it. And then our Lord grasps her hand. The Lord grasps the sinner's heart when in his love and in his mercy, he pricks it with the sting of conscience. Usually when we feel remorse, the pain of remorse, we don't like it. But that is actually one of the greatest and most saving graces which God can give you, sorrow for your sins, the grace to detest, to hate your sins. You see this in Acts of the Apostles when Peter is preaching to the Jews and he points out to them that they missed their Messiah, that they had rejected Christ. And it says, they were cut to the heart. They were cut to the heart, that is the sting of sorrow or of contrition. Of course, our sorrow for sins is sometimes imperfect and sometimes it is perfect. It is imperfect when we are sorry for our sins because we fear hell or because we wish for the joys of heaven. But contrition and sorrow for sin is perfect when we are sorry for our sins because we recognize the love and the goodness of God and we lament the fact that we have acted against him. It's why in the Acts of Contrition it says, I detest all my sins because I dread the loss of heaven and the pains of hell, that's imperfect contrition, but most of all because it offends you, my God, who are all good and deserving of all my love. That is perfect contrition. From perfect contrition, from true and just sorrow for our sins, you always see in scripture the confession of sin manifests itself when Nathan told David his sin, David immediately, sorry for his sins, says, I have sinned against you, O Lord. Contrition wells up to confession, as the medievals like to say. And as James says in his letter, call the elders of the church and confess your sins to one another, that you may be healed. And then you will notice, the Lord helped her up and the fever left her. When we are sorry for our sins, and when we confess them, then truly God lifts us from our sins. When God forgives sin, He does not merely cover it over. He actually totally removes it. As the Psalm says, Lord, wash me more and more from my sins. Blot out, literally delete my iniquities. And God says in Isaiah, if your sins be red as blood, I'll make them white as snow. When we confess our sins, then the grace of God truly and utterly to the depths of our soul cleanses us of our sin. And then it says she waited on them. When we encounter the mercy of God, when we encounter the love of God, what happens is our hearts are sort of enlarged. Our capacity to love is increased. And so we receive the mercy and the love and the grace of God. And it should change our life, just as with Peter's mother-in-law, the fever left her and she began to serve. When we are forgiven our sins, we should now begin a new life. We should, as the Psalm says, sing a new song to the Lord. We should put behind our iniquities and we should begin to love God. And we should love him with a degree of fervor and ferocity because we are so grateful. For what he has done for us and for his mercy in this way every time we encounter christ our lives are changed for the better every time the mercy of god touches our hearts we learn to love god better god heals us god takes away our sins and then we rise and we serve him in love and we love our neighbor as well